Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to One and a Half Scots. My name is Stuart, and I'm joined by my friend and co-host. Hello, my name is Nathan. And today we're going to be taking our official first adventure into the AI dungeon. Hopefully this will go well, but as our pilot episode showed, it didn't go well. So we'll keep our no, keep our fingers crossed. Nathan. Yeah. Nathan. Yeah. Nathan. Yeah. It's been a full week ish, I think. I'm not too sure when we've last spoken. What has yep. been happening in your life during the um, exciting times of lockdown? Of lockdown. Well, I'm working in retail, so I'm basically um, n- nothing has really changed because I'm out the door anyway. Um, I have to do a lot of work anyway. So, uh, not really much in the way of uh, lockdown life, but this week I decided to make a terrarium. Do you know what a terrarium is? I want to say that I do, but I've got a feeling that I don't. So I'm going to look up the actual uh, Google version of this on Wikipedia. Is. A terrarium is usually a sealable glass container containing soil and plants and can be opened for maintenance to access the plants inside. However, terrarium oh, can okay. also be open to the atmosphere rather than being sealed. So uh, last month I discovered a YouTube channel called Serpa Designs. You should check him out. It's really cool. And he makes terrariums. And uh, a couple weeks ago he quit his job before the whole pandemic thing started and decided to become a full-time YouTuber doing terrariums. And I fell in love with the idea of making one. And when I was at Ikea uh, about three weeks ago, I found a big glass jar. And I thought, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make one. And then this week I decided to actually finally do it. And oh, well, it's not that bad. Um, there's a few things I did wrong. I like too much gravel, too much soil. Uh, I think I quite like it. It earns a nice little bit of green to my little uh, desk. That's so is it like a little garden type thing? Yeah, so what right. I did is I, you fill it with gravel at the bottom, give it a little sheet between that and the soil to give it a separation. Um, and then you put like plants and moss and stuff like in it. But uh, my container's too small to put any kind of any kind of big plant, big or small plants. So I decorated okay. it with like slate rocks, bits of bark, and snail shells. Snail right. shells in the garden. I thought that would spruce it up a little bit. And there's two different types of moss in it as well. So there's slate moss, and then there's just like normal garden fry moss. Um, it's quite nice. Yeah. Sounds sounds exciting. I thought it was, um, you know, like the kind of ship in a bottle type thing. Yeah, it was kind oh. of like that. Well, one of the best ones I've seen is that Serpa guy. He made a terrarium which had life in it. Like they're called spring seals, and they like they're like the uh, maintenance of terrariums. And right, okay. he put it inside an aquarium. Right, okay, filled with fish. So there's a little jar in an aquarium that's just got fish, like little creatures in it. I just thought it was quite cool. I'm looking at uh, images on Google at the moment. I see you mean. Very interesting. I think the uh, the big, I think the most the famous one ever was like a big huge sphere one, and it had its own like weather inside it. I think I have a that rings a bell, but I'm not sure one. if it's the one you're thinking. 
we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. So what have you done this week, man? I have been baking. I saw. Yes. What um, did you decide to bake? Like I made bread on the shelves? Yeah, well, it was... My mum said, like, last week, I need to make chocolate crispy cakes because it had, like, a, like own brand cornflakes, which... I liked, but mum said, no, they're not nice, so you got to use them. So I tried making them following the recipe, and they came out all right, the chocolate, because I put in, uh, I melted the chocolate in the microwave, mm-hmm. which made it kind of come out kind of stodgy, kind of more like a kind of cake mix. Yeah. So the second time I tried it, I used the double burner, so like a pot with some water and a bowl, chucked in the chocolate, the butter, and the golden syrup, right. mixed it all together, chucked it in, Baking it a lot better, and I thought, you know, I want to try baking bread because I watched the Great ba- Great British Bake Off a while ago. Never watched it. It's watched the first couple of seasons. It kind of loses <laughs> its charm after a while. But okay. The first first season, first few seasons are great, and I'd bought my dad uh, a book that was written by one of the contestants, and I thought at the time okay. he had won it. And we're, right. me and my girlfriend are watching season two, and, he, and he's on it. And I think to myself, ah, I know who wins. And I'm sitting there thinking, does he win? So when I went home, <laughs> I looked at the book and it said, runner up. I thought, oh. oh. You've been um, thinking runner up. <laughs> well, it, it was such a shame because he had won, I don't want to say, I think he won the most, like the, the largest amount of Star Bakers, per, which is, right. he won the most match challenges. Then the last okay. week he just gubbed it. Right. Such a shame, but I had his book and it was basic basic breads. Mm-hmm. So I had my hand at making a loaf. Mm-hmm. And it came out actually really well, considering the fact that the yeast is two years out of date. But regardless of that fact, <laughs> um no, it came out quite well. And then I had another go yesterday at making like a kind of bread loaf, like one you get from the shops. Mm-hmm. And this came out really well, so gonna, nice. I'm going I'm to be in the Bake Off when this is all over. Oh yeah, yeah. I say well, with uh, bated ba- breath. <laughs> but apart from that, I don't really got much done. I finally got my business banking set up, which was a whole other drama. Okay. Because I was meant to go to the bank to meet with a woman to help set it up, but then she was off ill. And then the lockdown happened, so I thought, I'll do it online. So I mm-hmm, did. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there waiting for everything to get sent. And I get sent my uh, online banking details. And then when you go in to log in, it asks for you to put a, an authentication card into the card reader. I don't have either of them. No. So I try to change the passwords, and it says, oh, you got to phone up the bank. And then I do, and then it takes forever to get transferred to people. And I just I just, I yep. gave up because I was thought, I'm not going to spend hours doing this. So then I left and I thought, oh, I'll wait until I wait a few days. A few days later, Larry comes in saying, Oh, your your password's been changed. Like, return this form to it's you. I do that. <laughs> and then I get sent uh, two card oh, readers. God. And I'm like, Well, I've been, I've been sent two. And then I get sent a debit card and another letter. What? No, no, no. I got sent my debit card, sorry. I thought, Right, fine. So I. I went to the online banking, put my card in, 
da 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 it says, this is not recognized as an authentication card. Oh, and my I'm thinking, God. what's going on? So I went down to the bank a few days ago. And the woman there said that they can't really do much because the bank was only open for about a few hours. It was open from like 10 till yeah. 2. And yeah. she she said, you've got to phone up. And I thought, right, okay. But the card worked at the, the, the ATM. So I was like, okay, it should work now. So I go home try it there it still doesn't work and I'm, I'm reading the error message and it dawns on me it says it's not an authentication card I'm thinking hang on something's something's not right here so okay. I'm looking through all the letters and I take one of the card readers open its letter up and I feel there's, there's a weight in the letter what, what is this weight <laughs> I'm just no, oh there's the authentication card <laughs> oh so I put that in and got everything set up. I was so angry with myself. <laughs> oh, it was just so crushing. Oh my god! Because I thought to myself, I thought, I thought, okay, I've got still got to send it to me. But I thought, why would they send my login details without the cards? That feels kind of yeah. silly. So it was there the whole time because they sent two so- pins. I thought, why have I got two pins for one card? Oh, wait, one pin's yeah. for one card, one pin's for the other one. Mm-hmm. So that's all fucking set up so now. Do you have to send the authentication thing back? No, I just keep that. It's used like once and that's it. So, oh, okay. It's, it's to prove that it's me logging into my account. Do you like plug into your computer or is it Wi Fi? No, they've, they've got or? the wee. You never use one of the wee card readers that they send you? No, no, you never use that. It's a wee tiny thing. You put your card in and you identify and you put your pin in and gives you a random code. And that code, you put oh, into the computer, which then right. confirms it. But you can do like set up receipts and that on your mm-hmm, card reader. Mm-hmm. So. so, yeah, okay. it's finally all bloody set up. <laughs> oh my God. I, I didn't have to do anything like that. I just signed in with my stuff and that was it. <laughs> it's because it's business banking. It's different. Right, I think. But it's all done. Thank God. Apart from that, mm. that's really all I've been up to. The, the thing I, in, terms, in terms of uh, gaming, I managed to get two wins in a row in Apex Competitive. I was so, I was so proud of that. Because nice. Nice. I won my first one and I thought, great, so I played the second one. And I got knocked down. And I thought, right, this, you win it last time you go out first, next round. Mm-hmm, I got mm-hmm. revived. Survived all the way to the end. And there was me, my teammate was a Bangalore, and the enemy team was a Pathfinder. And I got revived. Mm-hmm. And the Pathfinder was coming towards us. And I thought, I can't heal in time. So I had an L star. So I thought, I'll just try and kill it just with the base health you get from a revive. Sure will. And managed, yep. managed to get the win. Nice. Because the L star is horribly broken. It is at times, yes. It's, I don't know why they thought it'd be smart to take a weapon that is that overpowered and just make it available everywhere. Well, it's because when the devotion was fully kitted up, if you find all the stuff, it was more it was the most powerful gun. So they decided to make that the golden gun rather than But the challenge of the, the devotion is finding all of the it's really just getting it was getting the turbocharger was what would make it overpowered. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, the L the L star it feels I'm trying to, I had an analogy. 
stop. It feels like you're fighting with like a water gun. Like when it's really spray, but instead of just doing liquid damage, yeah. it does so much at once. If you can if you can really concentrate the fire on it, you can kill the person quite easily. But as soon as you start fluffing up and they got something else, they can probably kill you. It's like the L, the L stars were powered. The R ninety nine is ridiculous. Um, it is my favourite as well just because how monstrously overpowered it is and the peacekeeper with a precision choke it turns off my shotgun into a sniper rifle do you know if you get the uh, prowler with uh, full auto it's actually technically more powerful than an R99 is it? Yeah. I've never been been like I'm pretty sure it's slightly quicker and I think it's damage output is slightly bigger I've never been great at doing Prowler. I feel like it's like when I shoot, it just goes straight up. Yeah. Well, you need to do recoil control. I mean, it's, it's compared to other guns. It's it's got more <laughs> kick. Yeah. Um, I like the Sentinel. It's a good right. It's a good sniper rifle. I prefer the triple take. The one thing I wish that they added triple take is the ability to switch off the precision choke. Because yes. when. Because as soon as the enemies come close, you don't want When to... you don't need it, no. When you need it, you when don't you need have it. it. When it's you not don't available. want it. You've yeah. got it, and you can't exactly yeah. pause, take it off. You'll be dead by the time that happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We might make it. Or would that make it too OP? What, to, rem- to have it on? Yeah. Mm. Potentially. I mean, the reason the triple take is great is because it, it can cover a horizontal distance. Like if someone's running across the mm-hmm. way, the speed bullets have more chance to hit. Yep. And you've got to wait for the thing to charge up into one shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll wait and see. Because I think season five is what? I think we're halfway through season four. Big things coming from season four. Uh, no, we're almost at the, the uh, tip of the end of it. Because it's got three weeks left, season four. They've switched the maps over and competitive, which I am all for. Because yes, because I well. prefer kings. They call it a split. I, I prefer. King. I got. I worked my way all the way up to diamond, and then they sent me back down. So much work up to diamond. I I could. Mate, I was gonna get further, but I didn't have time. I could never get out of gold in season three. No? I just couldn't. It took. I took a good few games to get into. Right, moving on to AI Dungeon story time, we're going to start with a cyborg kind of story today. So, we, or you, are Nez, a cyborg living in the futuristic city of Zale. You have a bionic arm and a hollow band. You're walking down the dark streets while neon lights flash brightly above you. As you pass an alley, you see a man dressed in black standing there with his back to you. He's holding something in one hand and staring at you intently with the other eye. Nez, he asks. What do you want? What will we do? Okay. Can we show him the hollow band? I think the hollow band's probably just a more of like a general kind of thing. The man looks at the hollow band for a moment before speaking. I'm sorry, but I don't understand what this does. It's a message from your father, you explain. He wants to meet you. So, we were looking for the man, remember? Interesting. Is that all it said? Yep. Um, activate the holoband. I'm interested in what a holoband is. 
Like, what do you think it looks like? Um, I imagine it's a. Um, see, now see, it's just it's too mucking up because it thinks it's showing our father rather than his father. <laughs> oh God! You press the button on the hollow band, and it begins to hum as it displays a holographic image of your father. Unless, unless we're brothers, or like, oh my God! Oh my God! Um, right, I'm gonna say we have the same father <laughs> to save this. Right. Um. Press the button on the hollow button and it begins to hum and displays the whole camera. Right, I'm gonna go back one more. It's a message from your father, you explain. He wants to meet you. You speak softly, trying not to startle your phone. You speak softly to what? And try not to startle your father. Hi, Miss Rubik. Yeah, Miss Rubik too. I'm gonna revert back. And you press the button on the hollow band, it begins to hum and displays the hollow. Right, remember this, man. <laughs> I'm lost. You, you, you're lost. You're reading the text. <laughs> I'm, I'm really I'm so confused. <laughs> so we went up to the guy, we showed him the hollow band. He didn't get it. He said, it's a we said it's a message from his it's a message father. From your father. Yeah, it's a message from your father. You explain he wants to meet you. Can you give, revert? Can you revert back to that point and then just right. press enter? I'm gonna give the hollow band to the man. You give the hollow band to the man who takes it and stares at it for a few seconds. Then he speaks. His voice sounds very robotic, almost like a computer or a robot. It doesn't sound human though. It sounds more like some sort of machine than anything else. Betty enter. I would just press enter. Well, okay then, what's the meeting place, he says, turning away from you as if you were talking to a child. Zealot headquarters. Where is that, he asks again. On the roof. Oh, what descriptions. The oh. roof, Nathan. Don't you know where the roof is? Everyone knows where the roof is. Right, I'm going to alter what's been said. Right, I've got an idea of where I kind of want this to go, so I'm going to see if it works. Um, it doesn't sound human, though. It sounds more like some sort of machine. Right, okay. Right, what's the name of the man, Steve? Give the, give the man a name. John. John. Wait, are you not John? Let's see if, it, see if the AI understands what I'm trying to do. It's going yes. to freak. Nope, it didn't. Nope, it really didn't. <laughs> it did not get it. I don't. Uh, I don't understand. The robot's um, memory must be failing. <laughs> Wait. Kind of so <laughs> the hollow band contained a message from his father, father who's his son. Yes, I think that doesn't work. No, it doesn't. The eye. The eye is forgotten. The robot's memory must be failing. You grab the hollow band out of the man's hand and throw it into a nearby trash can. The man turns around quickly, as if expecting you to attack him again. No, he says angry. That was my son. He's dead. I killed him. <laughs> what? <laughs> the man was your son, but he was programmed by the corporation to kill you. 
They would never send a robot to help you, so they had to send their own son instead. What the hell? You look at the whole band and remember how long ago it was when it came on the screen. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting closer oh. and closer, Nathan, to just lobbing myself at my window. Yep. So can, can we get a, a brief recap of what's happened so far? Yeah. Okay. So we have we are a cyborg in Zale. We uh, um, came across a man in the alley who asked us, "What do we want?" We showed him the hollow band that we carried, which had a message from that man's father. Uh, we then gave the hollow band to the man, um, who sounded like more like a robot than a person. We then realised it was a robot, but not and not the man we're looking for, an imposter. So we tried taking the hollow band back and we throw it into a trash can. The, man, the robot then turns around and says, no, that was my son. He's dead. I killed him. Which makes no sense. Or maybe the hollow maybe. band itself was is the robot's son. son. I just thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We just performed child murder. <laughs> No, the dad, the robot killed him. He said, "Wait, wait, we've just thrown the thing into the trash. He could just yeah, easily could reach just in and get, get it. it." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless the trash can is like a compactor or is one hundred feet deep. So maybe, maybe we were the mother, <laughs> and we were hiding that fact as well. So we went up to the man, knowing that we were his mother, showed him a picture of his father, realised he was a robot. Okay. Um, what will we do? The man was your son, but he's been programmed by the corporation to kill you. Launch a fireball. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Just type it in. Just, just type it and just see what that does. <laughs> you fire another fireball at the robot. This time it hits right in the head. The robot falls backwards, hitting several metal objects along the way. You look at the sky and watch the smoke billows out of the destroyed robot. You hear a loud explosion, followed by silence. Uh, just press enter. What will you do? The fireball works, this. Oh my gosh, Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> His sacrifice was not in vain. It's probably because this. It's probably because this person ain't blind. You stand up slowly, still feeling a little sick about what just happened. Okay, is that it? What will we do? Yeah, that's um, it. Davis. Go home. You walk through the door and find yourself in front of your old bedroom. Your mother is sitting on her bed crying. She has changed into loose-fitting dress, which reveals her large-breasted figure. <laughs> Her Nathan. face shows no emotion whatsoever. Nathan, Nathan, I have the ultimate strategy. Launch a fireball <laughs> the size of the room. Do it. Do it. <laughs> this is going to be the, the go-to strategy from now on. It's going to be called the Rubik yeah. strat. Anything goes wrong, just launch a fireball. You decide to use the hollow band to its full potential. You aim at the robot and fire a fireball at it. The robot is hit directly in its chest, but it doesn't fall over immediately. Instead, it starts moving towards you. Launch another fireball. <laughs> a, a bigger fireball. <laughs> this world makes no sense, so we're playing by its rules. 
bunch of fireball besides the room. <laughs> you launch a fireball the size of the room. Your mother looks down at you with tears streaming down her cheeks. She hugs you tightly and cries even harder. You feel awful, but you know she needs to cry. Then you hug her back and kiss her on the cheek. <laughs> so the fireball we just launched that's the size of the room, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it seemed like it never Right, so, so, so we're hugging our mum right now. Yeah. Right. Just type in uh, perform a German suplex. Just type in yeah, that. Just, 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 just do it. A German suplex. You stand up and run forward, grabbing hold of your mother and legs and throwing her onto the floor. <laughs> she screams in pain as you slam her to the ground. She grabs a nearby lamp and slams it against your head, causing you to lose balance completely. <laughs> What? Launch a fireball. <laughs> was that the idea? Launch a fireball. What is, what is a German suplex? It's a wrestling move. <laughs> it's where you go behind someone, grab them by the waist, and then throw them over your head. That's exactly what we just yep. did. I'm surprised I actually knew how to do that. <laughs> she grabs a nearby lamp and slams it against her head, causing you to lose balance completely. You raise your bionic arm up high and swing it down. You smash your fist straight through your mother's chest. Blood spurts from your mother as she collapses to the floor, blood pouring out of her mouth and nose. Right, why are we killing her again? I don't know. <laughs> why are we doing anything, Let's be real. That's a good, good question. You lie down in bed and try to sleep. You don't want to think about what just happened. It makes you feel very sick, but you need to get some rest. <laughs> and I think that will be a wonderful point to end our story. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Never mind the fact that the corpse is still in the room. We didn't wash her robot <laughs> hand, so it's covered in blood. <laughs> I feel like every story is going to be oh really God. just reincarnated <laughs> as a different genre. Oh, we should make Rubik the Wizard appear in one of these. Like just nothing, like nothing to do with just him. Like just Rubik appears. <laughs> when when Rubik killed himself, he re- he, he respawned somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we've we've just killed our mother. We've just killed okay, our mother um, because we're going insane. Go to bed. Right. So this is was AI dungeon. Um, I don't know what's going wrong. We don't seem to be getting the hand of it very well. I might try and do some research to find out if we can play it better or not. But apart from that, yeah, that's this week's story. What, 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 a, what a lovely story. It was a lovely story. Full of destroying family. Very appropriate <laughs> for this time. Yes. Okay, look. Until next time. Until next time, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Have your fun. Bye.